Welcome to the Ether. Today is Thursday, June 9th, 2022. Today on the Ether, the CADEX AMA, hosted by the Cadena Community and Cadena Swiss. Let's take a listen. Hey, hey. How's it going? Hello. Hey, everybody. Hey, guys. Glad to have you. Great. Um, great to be here. Thanks for the invite. Yeah, it's great to be here. Robert, I think we're just yeah, probably wait two, wait three more minutes before we start. Let people join and trickle in let everybody yeah, mint absolutely. their bowls exactly yeah oh, yeah man. i gotta go mint i gotta go mint there's so much yeah i'm about yeah, to <laughs> i almost missed it it's it's just too much yeah yeah no everyone idea, that, but you know it's, it's still great even even though there was like we we had no idea that was going to happen with the scheduling uh but nonetheless for everyone that does not know what we're talking about. Um, the Cadena builds, they just, um, their mint went live. So everyone that has a whitelist can now mint some Cadena builds. Yeah, I've been hanging out with those guys uh, all week here at DecentralCon and uh, they're, they're super cool. Oh yeah, I saw. Definitely you... very excited uh, for what they're building. Can you share? Who else was there? I saw bulls were there. You guys were uh, Bulls, one of the Kongs, um, Lago, Cadex, like ourselves, and then uh, a lot of the Cadena team too. And yeah, uh, one of the one of the Hypersync guys actually uh, was there. Oh, really? Aren't they from Europe though too? Yeah, one of their team. He said he was U.S. based. Okay, okay, got it. Yeah, I'm not. Gonna, nice. I'm not doxing anyone though. <laughs> <laughs> Accidentally doxing, yeah. That's great. Um, I guess we should be more or less ready. What do you think, Robin? We good to go? Yeah, it's good for me, yeah. Nice, awesome. Well, uh, yeah, thank you guys again for rescheduling, first of all, <laughs> and then uh, for joining today. Really awesome to have you guys. Um, I think you guys don't even need an introduction, but if, you, if you'd like, you can quickly do so. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm Grant. I'm the CGO at CADEX, uh, focused a lot on like our basically our, our governance system the dow um and some innovations that we're doing in that field and i'm don and i'm the director of community and my focus is uh community nice awesome um for those of you who don't know yet um i'm matt or mateo uh i host the Kalina switzerland channel and also co-host the Kalina community account um, which is robin Robin, you want to go ahead then? Yeah, hi, I'm uh, Robin. I'm uh, yeah, I'm part of the Cadena community account. Um, I'm also an ambassador for Cadena, and um, I'm also a Cadex moderator. So it's a pleasure to speak with my colleagues. Um, you could say today. Nice, awesome. Um, before we're gonna dive into Cadex, I had one question that I want to tackle before we go and talk a bit more about Cadex. Um, you guys are also behind the X wallet app for the people that don't know. Um, it's an, a wallet on the Cadena um, blockchain that is coming out with an app soon. Um, I think Mandrake even confirmed it that it's going to be live this month. Can you share a little bit more information uh, on that? Yeah, so we, uh, yeah, we are building X wallet now. Um, our focus has mostly been on the web extension. But we are working towards um, a iOS and Android release for that. So that should have like all the features or 99% of the features that uh, other uh, mobile wallets have, such as like uh, built-in browsers, app, like wallet connectivity, the ability to like 
browse different dApps and like connect to you know different Web3 experiences uh, straight from your mobile device. I believe we are still good for June. Um, that's the last information I have. So I think you guys can... Uh, we, we did just submit to the iOS App Store, I think, yesterday or this morning. So we're waiting to hear back and, you know, hopefully uh, it all goes well and we'll be pushing that out, you know, to test flight there. And then um, once all is good, then it'll be live. Nice. That's great news. Um, I know that like at the App Store can be a, a bit of a pain um, to get yeah. actually accepted. So hopefully, fingers crossed, it's going to go through in time so we can actually get our hands on it. That's awesome. Yeah, we're very excited. Cool. It's definitely one of the things uh, Kadena needs right now. It's like a really good uh, like mobile uh, wallet experience. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, anything that improves like user uh, user interface really, and uh, an app definitely does so. So really looking forward to that. Yeah, and I mean, also, you know, most people who I, I've spoken with, most like common people who aren't necessarily power users in in the crypto space, like they use their phones for all of their Web three experiences. Right. Yeah. A yeah, lot of true. people aren't necessarily like on a desktop or or even have access to a computer, but they have either an Android based or an iOS based phone. So giving them the ability to now interact with Kadena um, wherever they go at any time is like a massive step forward for for all of us. Absolutely. Yeah. Do you guys just another quick thing? Do you guys have like insight on how many people access, like, let's say, Cadex, for example? through mobile instead of desktop? Ooh, um, that's a good question. So Cadex doesn't really work on mobile as far as I know. I mean, it's. I think you can kind of do it with Zellcor, but I'm, don't quote me on that. Um, we can, yeah, we could pull analytics on how many people are just accessing the website, but I think the actual like use of Cadex to like swap in the beta right now um, would be something we would have to go and like pull the data on. Yeah, I was just wondering because I've never tried it myself on mobile because I just use desktop. It's just so much easier. But I mean, I know that a lot of like, especially newbies, uh, they like to use their phone uh, really. So I was just wondering that. Thank you. Yeah, the problem is um, the signing of the transactions, actually. Um, I've seen uh, a lot of well, some users trying to uh, install the X wallet in the Kiwi browser. But I don't know if anyone actually managed to do a swap on mobile yet. So XWallet on, on mobile will be definitely a game changer. Oh, because Kiwi is just, it's like Chrome, but uh, like a desktop mm. version of Chrome for uh, mobile, right? So it's all the same um, like extensions and everything. I, I'm not too familiar with it. Um, yeah, Kiwi, Kiwi is a browser for the Android phone or maybe even iOS. And somehow some people managed to install the X wallet on a mobile device, which you can't do on, on regular Chrome on Android. So that's that kind of interesting. Very cool. Yeah. You have to look into that more. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So um, I think we dive directly into the topics because I guess many user, many um, that are listening today already know what Cadex is about. Um, so what I would like to know is, um, we've seen in the past that some DEXs like Uniswap, they went down when uh, AWS uh, went down. Um, how are you going to prepare for that? Yeah. So, uh, as we've said before, you know, we are going to be deploying, uh, onto Flux, um, eventually our, our goal is to remain or become the the most decentralized DEX, uh, from governance to uh, how we're hosted, um, to everything about CADEX should be you know fully embracing this massive shift towards decentralization that we're seeing in Web three. Um, so we'll, we're looking at Flux. We've we've had a, a lot of conversations with them about it, um, and so that will be one of the the next steps for us. You know, as we get around or get towards fully launching the platform. Um, yeah. Yeah, awesome. That's really the right step forward to decentralization. Cool. 
Definitely. Um, also a question I, I was wondering because I like there's so many medium posts and so many so many content pieces you guys are putting out, and I saw that the trading fees on Cadex they're going to be um, 0.25 percent compared to like the industry strand, standard, which is 0.3. Um, is it, is that a, is that a good thing? Is that still appealing to the average user trying to provide liquidity? Uh, yes. Uh, I, I believe it is. I think uh, in conjunction with our impermanent loss, like the booster program uh, and, and ways we have to actually mitigate impermanent loss for liquidity providers, um, the long term, it actually works out to be highly beneficial towards the, the LPs themselves. Uh, the total fee is um, it is 0.3%. 0.25% goes to LPs and 0.05% is used um, to purchase uh, or to like for staking rewards that are then paid to stakers. Oh, got it. Okay, okay. Because it's 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 a bit confusing. There's so many different things, um, and I I have been I had a hard time to keep up. Um, it's so many new p- people join your team as well, explaining uh, all the type of things. So definitely helps um, if you guys explain a bit more. Also for people in the community who didn't have the time yet to read all of this. For example, uh, something I saw, which is very interesting to me, is the concept of uh, providing one-sided liquidity. Um, can you just quickly explain how that works? Totally. So um, essentially, Cadex makes use of more complex architecture to abstract away complexity from the end user. So we have a suite of smart contracts that can sort of wrap transactions together and execute on the back end on behalf of the user. So let's say I want to provide liquidity of token AB, like a pair of tokens like AB. Um, I can submit a transaction to provide, uh, I can say I want to provide 10 of token A and to this pool, and I submit my transaction, and the Cadex wrapper contract actually processes all of the back end to like execute the swap to the other asset, calculating like slippage and, and everything there, and then provides liquidity. So the, the user doesn't actually have to worry about slippage, about um, you know the gas fee, about calculating exactly how much of each asset they need to provide and how much they need to have. They simply provide whatever they want into the pool they want, and the, the back end does the rest. Yeah, that's that's amazing. I mean, that's as simple as it probably can get. Um, like, yeah, handling DEXs is very very complicated, and making it easier is just going to pull a lot of new people in that otherwise wouldn't have the access really. Yeah, and, and that's, that's our thesis as well. Yeah, awesome, man. Yeah. Uh, it greatly improves the user experience. I remember when I um, when I tried to provide liquidity on other DEXs, you always go like. Okay, I have uh, 10 tokens of this, uh, 10, 10, um, 10, let's say, add-on. Then I have to swap it for uh, five, uh, like five atoms I have to swap. And then I get uh, a different amount and I still have something left. And it's really, really annoying. So uh, this greatly improves the user experience. And that's really awesome. Yeah, um, so <clears throat> we've spoken about uh, KDX before, about the token. And um, users will get um, KDX as staking rewards. And there's also something in a Medium post where you mention that KDX will be deflationary. Can you uh, elaborate more on that, maybe? Um, so, yeah, KDX is the, the primary uh, reward for staking. So when you uh, begin staking on KDX, you uh, put up some amount of KDX that you have initially. And staking rewards are paid uh, 0.05% of the overall swap volume of the network. Um, So that is paid, uh, distributed amongst all stakers proportional to their staking amount um, in the form of KDX. Um, And that KDX comes from fees used to purchase KDX off the market. Uh, The deflationary side, there is a, a, was a slight burn component as well, um, where reward penalties. So there's a, a penalty structure to when you can claim your, your KDX rewards. So I believe the, the timeline to be able to claim like 100% of your rewards is 60 days. So let's say you start staking and you want to unstake earlier than that. A percentage of your rewards 
uh, in the form of KDX are actually burned, leading to a decrease in the overall supply. So this, you know, it, it's not a, a huge percentage. Um, I believe we have that documentation up on, it's in one of our blog posts. I can find it and um, link it here in a sec. But um, yeah, so that uh, sort of burns tokens and, and leads to it being slightly deflationary. Nice. Yeah, that's awesome. I think you put that out quite a while ago, um, probably a couple of months back even. And um, I mean, you're pretty probably the right guy to ask this as a chief governance officer. Um, so KDX will be the governance token, as most people know. Um, but probably what some people ask themselves is, is if, uh, there's, if, if there's going to be ways, like, is the biggest bag just going to decide on the proposal of the DAO or how does it work? No, so this is actually, um, we, we made a point to address governance in a much more like holistic way. Um, we see in other protocols that there is this issue of centralized governance, where even though the tokens are distributed to like a large number of people, there are going to be some people who have significantly more say over other people while not necessarily providing like intrinsic contributions to the DAO for the success of all. Um, obviously, this is not always the case, um, but there are often events like this that happen where someone comes in and can buy a huge amount of tokens and then say like, well, I, I declare that the DAO now does this. And because they have that um, sort of one token, one vote system, they're able to sort of uh, exert that influence over the collective system. So what we do is we have uh, a few different metrics to determine, uh, one, the nature of an individual's contributions to the system, two, a way to create an equitable voting system so that everyone's voice can be heard um, regardless of if they have significantly more money than other people, and three, a way to create a civil-resistant method of actual like governance and proposal submissions. Um, so to tackle that first one, the time-based component, your KDX stake, as in the amount of time and the amount of tokens you're staking, uh, increases, or well, okay, let me back up. There, the time-based component is a voting curve. And this voting curve extends, uh, essentially, I think it, it halts at four years, um, just a multiplier. But from day one, you will earn a uh, a fraction of your voting power over time for the length of your time you remain staked. So it starts at like 0.01% of your staked KDX. And then at three months, it hits a 1x multiplier. So like, let's say you have 100 KDX, you stake it. Um, at the beginning, you would have one KDX worth of voting power. Um, and then at month three, you would have 100 KDX worth of voting power. And then that increases to 2.5x over time. Um, this in conjunction with quadratic voting, which is a way of um, sort of preventing people with the, the biggest token holdings from running things. It essentially takes the square root of your voting power and makes that your voting power. Um, this actually incentivizes or creates a, a system where, you know, if if you're, you don't have the most sway or the most spend um, over a protocol, you can still have your voice be heard through voting. On top of that, there's a system called the Vibe Dust, which is going to be its own currency, earnable through participation in the DAO. Um, and that will be tied to our electoral system. So a, a user's ability to submit formal proposals is tied to um, their position in the DAO which is earned through elections based on their contributions, which is based on their vibe dust. So all of these systems sort of work in parallel to ensure that um, users who are contributing intrinsically to the protocol, like writing code, creating initiatives to, to better the overall DAO, to better the system, um, are rewarded for that and can still have their voices heard regardless of the amount of money um, they put in. On the flip side of that, there is a, uh, that, that creates a problem as well, where it slightly disincentivizes people to hold. We don't want to do that. So 
we are looking at ways um, to actually create like stronger incentives and, and balance everything out even more. And we're going to be testing this whole system for three to five months, you know, right after the launch of CADEX. This is something that is, you can't really test until it's live. Yeah, controlled environment. Yeah. 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 So we're, we're going to be running like very extensive testing on all of the different parameters of the DAO, um, you know, from launch onward. And we'll be adjusting things, uh, tweaking things. We'll be taking community feedback in for all of that. And this will be public, not not just a beta or something. It will be correct. Uh, yeah, this will be available for public. everyone. Yeah, it'll okay. be the the DAO itself and, and ability to submit proposals is permissioned. So you won't, someone won't be able to come in and be like, send me fifty million KDX, and like drop that proposal and then force everyone to vote yes on it. Like we'll be able to block things like that from happening. Like clearly negative actions. Yeah, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, um, yeah, it really speaks for the vision of decentralization. I mean, um, back when you published the article about how you um, are going to create the DAO um, and structure it, I was really amazed about it. Um, how you tackle the usual problems with DAOs, where users with big bags um, just have um a vast amount of um, voting power and uh, can overtake like a, a protocol. Um, I think it was two or three months ago when a DAO was um, completely overthrown by someone who exploited the protocol and got, I don't know, like 30 to 50% of the voting power. And yeah, with with your, yeah. with the features of the CADEX DAO, um, that's not possible because it's always linked to the Discord um, ID and through quadratic voting, you decrease the voting power exponentially, you could say, right? Yeah. 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 And there's, uh, it's been brought up sometimes that like quadratic voting invites civil attacks, mm -hmm. but actually, like, you know, because of how Vibedus is going to work and this, you know, like the actual actions you would need to take to execute a civil attack are essentially the impossible with mm -hmm. um, with how we're setting things up. Um, that being said, like if someone can, you know, provide a proof of concept on like once everything is live, like we absolutely like welcome that feedback and we'll use that to build a better system. Just one thing that comes to my mind uh, that could be a point of failure or that I just wonder if you guys thought about that is um, this using Discord for Vibe Dust. Isn't that like a vulnerability in itself? Yeah, yeah, Discord is an attack surface, um, for sure. But it's, you know, right now, there really aren't any other platforms out there that, um, that we've found integrated with Kadena that um, would kind of do what we want them to do. So for now, we're going to be using Discord. Uh, moving forward, we're going to be exploring actually building our own platform for governance that would be like a bespoke Kadena environment for DAOs. <laughs> sounds, sounds awesome. We have yeah, a lot man. of shit going on. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah, I know. Um, yeah, you were talking a little ways ahead, so. Oh, sorry, sorry. Um, yeah, it's always late on Twitter. It's kind of weird. Um, yeah, you were talking about a wipe dust, and uh, I think it's spot chain that um, provides kind of like the infrastructure. Um, how did you um, find out about them? And uh, were there other um, projects that do the same and you chose uh, the, to chose uh, SpotChain for a specific reason? Um, we were introduced to SpotChain by sort of like a, a friend of ours who saw what they were doing with... Um, you know, like progressive governance and, and progressive ways of managing communities. And we, we kind of like, I sat down with them. We had a really good conversation. Things clicked. Um, and we were like, okay, like, let's work on this. Um, we didn't really look at anyone else. We didn't have any conversations to, with anyone that we felt were like, oh, like, they clearly like see the same thing we see and the issues that we see. Um, so when we when we were talking to them, we found this very good um, sort of cohesiveness there. Yeah, man, awesome. 
Yeah, I remember um, that uh, we had them on the Discord and uh, they were doing an AMA with you. And yeah, I was also really amazed about them. Cool guys. For sure. They're a great crew. Um, yeah, um, so <clears throat> also speaking about wipe dust, um, is there something like um, that users can increase their voting power or are there specific roles that you can get after you received um, a, a specific amount of wipe dust? So are there kind of tiers to um, go up in a rank? Uh, yeah, kind of. Um... So Vibe Dust actually, it has no direct impact on the amount of votes you have. So if you have one Vibe Dust or a million Vibe Dust, um, your voting power is still a metric of time and the amount of KDX you have staked. Um, Vibe Dust is, is used to inform the community about other people and to uh, essentially create this social stratum where you are more easily able to identify like who has been in the community for longer, who is more aligned with the, the overall mission and ethos of CADEX versus people who are uh, like new to the, the ecosystem and want to learn um, or have just like not been there for a long time and are unknowns. So there is a role structure in the, the CADEX DAO. It's uh, four roles. Um, the first three roles are community roles. Uh, role one uh, is a opt-in role that when you join the Discord, um, you can join and elect or to opt into the first role, which I believe we're calling recruit. And once you're in that, you are in the DAO, you can start participating in governance or in, um, in like DAO activities like bounties uh, and, and everything there. Role two takes that a step further and grants the ability to create like task groups to users. So let's say you hit a certain like threshold of vibe dust, you say, hey, community, I feel that uh, like, or your friend nominates you and says, hey, like this person has been shown to be working a lot in the DAO and they're, you know, participating, creating content. Um, they're like writing code, uh, helping out with development. Like, I think they should be elected or nominated to this secondary role. Community could then say like, okay, like let's assess this person. Um, what are their on-chain contributions? What is the amount of vibe dust they've accrued? Um, have they been an active community member? And are they someone that people want to work with? Um, and if they all check out, you know, the community can come together and say like, I like, yes, we will elect this person. Um, and they would get elected to that second role. The second role gives people the ability to establish like working groups, task groups, uh, apply for more advanced uh, bounties and grants and and all kinds of stuff there. Um, over time, you know, that person could then uh, be nominated or apply for the third role. And the third role is essentially a governor of the DAO. And when you're in that third role, um, you have the ability to submit on-chain proposals. So this would be like, you would be essentially given power to say like, okay, like, Let's write out like a full-on proposal that would allocate like treasury funding from X to Y. Um, and, you know, with that comes a lot of responsibility. So when the community is assessing people like that, they really should take into account, um, one, like what their token holdings are um, and what is their financial stake in the game. Uh, and two, what their community standing is in the form of vibe dust. And the both of those uh, variables work together to to paint a picture of the user. Say like, okay, like what is this person doing? What is their goal in the DAO? What is their five year plan? What is their like their wish to participate in the system? Like, why do they want to be here? Why should we as a community elect them to that position and give them a way to to govern us? Um, so all of those systems like work together to basically allow people to work as hard as they want and be rewarded as such um, and to essentially contribute to a system uh, collectively. The fourth role is reserved for um, the actual sort of like foundational team behind the, the CADEX style legal system. Um, and so that is like a, a, an actual like 
legally binding role where we're on paperwork and we're like, we have, you know, legal responsibility to the DAO and enacting things. So other people could technically access that, but they would have to, you know, join that uh, whole architecture. Yeah, I can imagine just by the way, like I'm wondering how hard is it to set up a, like a DAO, like legally, because there's probably a lot of hurdles. Do you know anything about that? Um, I, I wouldn't say there's necessarily hurdles. Um, it's, there's, there's a several ways to do it. Um, and we've taken this very seriously in building a, a DAO that's actually like a legal entity. Um, so we have this bifurcated legal structure. We have the, the Cadex US company, which is a software development company that employs um, members of the Cadex team. And then we have a uh, association that uh, is, maintains the DAO. And the DAO has ownership over all of the IP related to CADEX, like CADEX, the decentralized exchange, um, and the ability to create and issue tokens. Um, so that, because those two are separate legal structures, the uh, software development company is able to be very agile in the development of these things. And the DAO is its own entity that uh, is defined by the users, by a specific constitution, and, and everything there. Um, it's not necessarily complicated. Um, there are legal teams out there who will put this together and can have it done in a matter of months. Um, but we're starting to see that a lot of projects are uh, really starting to actually pursue a DAO from a legal standpoint. Um, there's no protections uh, otherwise. Like a, a group of people loosely coming together and saying like, yes, like we are a DAO is completely unprotected. Like you may say, uh, or an organization may say like, ah, yes, like we're a DAO, like because it's just comprised of a bunch of people, um, you know, this is a decentralized organization that is self-governing and self-running, but ultimately the buck stops with someone. So in the event of like a legal uh, action or, or incident, there is going to be one person or a group of people in that system that are, you know, um, at the core of it, whereas the, yeah, the way we're setting it up is, like, I guess, yeah, the way we're setting it up is like it's it's an actual organization um, that has like legal protections for for everyone involved. Yeah, makes sense. And I also saw, I think, um, on the contract, not the contract, but the, a piece of uh, thing I read that it was registered in Switzerland. So <laughs> it was fun. To it see is, that. yeah, it's, it is a Swiss association. <laughs> That's great. Um, so I mean. Cadex B1, we all know, and we're all waiting on it. It's launching soon. We know that. And we already got teased by it but from Mandrake as well about V2 um, with things like blending, boring, and such whatnot. whatnot. Um, can you maybe also give us like an outlook of what we can expect from Cadex in the future? Um, a lot of different things. So yes, as Mandrake said, like we are working <laughs> on like blending and borrowing and expanding like the core functionalities of Cadex over time. Um, we want to uh, essentially provide uh, DeFi infrastructure um, in the form of like DEXs, AMMs, and, and stuff like that for Kadena. We're not like a, you know, we want to build as much as possible that, you know, it makes sense for us to have like under our roof. Um, so there's a lot of things we're working on. Um, lending is something we've been talking about for a while, but deciding on the system and, and how we want to pursue lending uh, on chain is of course like there's so many different ways to do it there's uh over collateralized there's under collateralized like vaulting systems for lending um there's like permissionless pools where anyone can just sort of like put a pool together with whatever assets they want sort of like the rari model um there's ave uh, compound all kinds of different ways to do it so we're of course like assessing like other you know projects in the market uh seeing like what has been successful for them and and then you know going to our little like uh loan drawing board and uh thinking about you know what we can do there but our main focus is still um just launching cadex which i know like we uh, we did uh, say june um but then you know this vulnerability arose so we had to go back and refactor a lot of our code we are on we're moving at like lightning speed right now uh, we basically were delayed just a little bit. Um, we're still not 
putting out a definitive date until um, you know we feel comfortable doing so, um, which is looking like you know we we're getting closer and closer every day. We're so, not rushing yeah. though. We're yeah, we're working we're at lightning speed, but we're not rushing through anything. We that's just a, we just work great with approach. speed in general, you know. We, but <laughs> I think that's the right approach. I think that's pretty much what Cadena has been doing um, as well. Like Cadena Core, they yeah. they rather do things right and get it, get things right instead of rushing them out and be fast. Like nobody wants a Dex with like a big vulnerability in there. So rather take a little bit more time, which. Some users, uh, like you can, you can hear them. They're very vocal. They're very displeased about it. But in the end, it's it's the right decision. It just makes sense. Yeah, I mean this. Um, I mean, um, Osmosis just took a big hit yesterday. Yeah. Um, and it it was, but that's also I'm not. I don't want to like say that they didn't do things right. Um, I've talked to a lot of core contributors around there. One of them is a very good friend of mine, and um, sometimes things do like slip through the cracks, but osmosis is an example of a DEX that, you know, did really like take their time. They've done everything right, but um, issues can still arise. And so like knowing that we still want to take as much time as, as we feel we need to go over like everything, like with a, a fine tooth comb and just make sure that, you know, it's, it is like perfect. We're, we're perfectionists here. For sure. I mean, uh, at least as perfect as as humanly possible. There's still that. That's the thing with code. Yeah, I mean, it's like it's it's made by humans, and there therefore there's always a chance that there can be some sort of flaw somewhere. But you know, you can rule out most major issues if you do things correctly. Yeah. So that's yeah. the plan. <laughs> by the way, um, guys, I think we should um, let. Some people from the community asked some questions as well, because I saw that we already got one. Um, so guys, if in the audience, if you have any questions for Cadex, if you want to know anything uh, apart from when, um, just be feel free to like raise your hand and uh, you can gladly ask your question. Yeah, and I think um, maybe if you guys are uh, already um, ready, uh, we already have two people raising their hands. Um, I think we... Um, give Rich the chance to um, ask his question. Rich, you there? He's connecting. It's going to take a little while. Yeah. <clears throat> Twitter's, Twitter spaces are, are, I don't know, they feel so fragile. They don't, mm -hmm. they don't work so smooth yet. I hope they do these. Yeah. I would love to see Twitter um, enable them on desktop. Absolutely. Yeah, nice. The experience so is horrible. Nice. It's horrible on desktop. It, it, it does work. Like sometimes it works, sometimes you can join, but it, it, it doesn't work reliably at all. Yeah, or it like doesn't enable you to actually like connect to audio or, or something like that. It's it's very frustrating. Yeah, yeah. I think we he, yeah. Yeah, he disconnected. Let's try from... to get um cat that on. Um you can speak now, you just have to unmute yourself. Yeah, what's up guys? Can, just speak can you hear me fine? Yeah, yep, perfect. Perfect. Sweet. Hey, yeah. Hey. So, quick question. Quick question for the Cadex team, and and I don't know if you can answer this, but I was wondering if you guys had and I see Lago Finance on call. I was wondering if you guys had any plans to work with Lago Finance. Um, from what I can see, I mean, it seems like there would be a lot of potential synergies between your two projects. Um, so, I didn't know if you guys had a chance to speak with them or have any plans that you could speak on. Uh, I don't think we have any definitive plans yet. That being said, I've been talking to them both uh, in person this week um, and about like some of the ways, like like some of how, you know, what they're building with their bridge and then their stable coin uh, would make a lot of sense for us to collab on with Cadex. So I think we're, we're absolutely like continuing. Um, you know, I, I really like them. I would love to work with them on stuff. So, you know, it's something we're exploring. Sweet. Thanks, man. Nice. I think we have Rach back. Um, if you want to try to uh, ask the question again, I'll try to add you as a speaker. Rich, you should be able to. Yes. Yeah, I, it's like a two-part question. Um, I had a question about being a front run. Uh, if, we're, if, if somebody was talking about being protected from being front run on our trades, and is there any anything set up to where people have to use the front end 
always or can, will bots be allowed to use it? Um, I believe you can call the, the contract um, at will. You know, it's everything is on chain. So um, I, I don't think we're permissioning it in any way that would prevent someone, excuse me, prevent someone from uh, calling functions. Does that answer your question, Rich? Uh, kind of. Somebody was talking about uh, on on Cadena on Cadex the way they do their chain. Uh, we you shouldn't be able to be front run. I, I just can't find any information on that. Well, okay. So we do use gas stations to facilitate trading. Um, so this might be sort of what you're talking about, where like when you're interacting with these contracts. Um, like they basically hit up the gas station and say, yo, like pay some gas for me. So my transaction will go through. Um, and that's sort of standardized for everyone. Um, and which kind of works to prevent um, running in, in a way, but at the same time, it's, you still technically could like call the contract if you're like a, a power user uh, from the command line um, and then submit a transaction that way. So I guess the answer to your question is like, yes, we can um, minimize it through gas stations. Um, but I don't, I don't think we can completely prevent it. Um, yeah. Okay, thank you. Appreciate it. Guys, is there anyone uh, else with a question to Cadex or even to us? Uh, just feel free, raise your hand. Otherwise, <laughs> I have to do the same thing like I think uh, Dan from Flux does it, where he threatens people with his singing <laughs> skills. So I don't want to do that. <laughs> um, I've got a question for Don. If no one else uh, wants to raise a question, um, so I've been seeing those Cadex shoes um, on Twitter <laughs> for some time. When will we be able to get our hands on them? Uh, so right now, the only way that you can get them is to win them unfortunately uh but you know that that does come with perks also but um we we might do something in the future where uh we we set up some kind of some kind of something with maybe like a different shoe brand i don't know um it's possible anything's possible really but for now <clears throat> you can only get them by winning them in contests and stuff and uh you know there's only going to be a limited amount of uh awesome each style and then i think we're gonna they'll be tokenized in some way shape or form uh down the road as once we get past launch and everything and, and everything's kind of uh you know settled in to a groove we'll uh we'll start figuring out ways that we can provide some sort of um and uh yeah so these will be the next unisocks yeah <laughs> yeah, they'll be like the IRL version, like like you can wear wear it. Okay. <laughs> weren't weren't awesome. the Unisocks actually before they were redeeming? They were selling for like fourteen grand. Yeah, the token, those were right? expensive. Yeah, and the the uh, the sushi swap sake also is like my my friend Joey has a bottle still, I think, and it's like <laughs> it was like ridiculously expensive, it was like twenty thousand dollars or something. Holy so shit. who knows? You know, if like you get if you get a pair of early Cadex vans, like you could be sitting on a gold mine. Yeah, but yeah, you know, in ten years on stock X, you know, you never know. They could be like, <laughs> <laughs> you never know. Uh, Jay, by the way, you have the speaker roll. So if you wanted to raise a question, just feel free to do down. Yes. How are you guys? Uh, thank you for uh, the time and space. Um, I just have a question about uh, what's the future for gaming. I see that Kadena is bringing some gaming. Uh, a lot of uh, move to earn has been popping um, into uh, stepping. It would be great to see Kadena jump into something like that since they're doing different realms now. Um, what are the uh, play to earn games coming or is there anything on the works or what's the deal? Well, uh, there's a Miners of Cadania is uh, going to be a play to earn yeah, here in our, our K galaxy. Um, and uh, I think is UFO still 
a thing? UFO game? Uh, yeah. Not they're even. Still, yeah, they're, they're still a thing. I don't know what they're doing now. <laughs> <laughs> but I there's think definitely some. To be, yeah. yeah, there's yeah. definitely some stuff uh, also coming up in the future, um, and also like we're we're seeing so many new projects uh, joining the ecosystem. So you can be sure, like gaming is not going away, and it's definitely gonna have its place on Cadena as well. Um, so usually, what I would suppose or say you should do is just follow key accounts that like let's say the Catalina community account for example um like we repost a lot of um projects and so if any new project even in the gaming sector pops up you'll be notified um yeah like don mentioned i think miners of Catalina is definitely a big one if you haven't checked them out yet um i don't know if there's there are i'm sure uh, there Kadena are more has an arcade I mean, you can go on yeah, right. uh, arcade.fun right now. Yeah, they have a casino, they have an arcade, <laughs> um, and they're working on all kinds of stuff too. So, yeah. In fact, their, their whitelist is minting right now as we speak. Yeah, shout out to their, them. Their public sale starts... Uh, tomorrow, I think, yeah. Like yeah. Tomorrow in like 12, 16 hours or something. Yeah. Yep, 23. Nice. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you very much, guys. I appreciate that. Yeah, and by the way, uh, uh, while we are at shoutouts, um, let's do a shout-out to Cadena uh, Ecosystem um, on Twitter. They are doing also a great job on uh, sharing news on the Cadena Ecosystem, as they call it. Are there any cool. other questions we have? Like ideally for Cadex, but um, I mean, for Cadena in general works as well. But if we have the Cadex guys here, um, that's gonna be probably the priority. Oh, we got another one. Oh, <laughs> it's rich again. I mean, if you have another question, feel free to ask it. Um, we have some time left. He's if, you're, if you're if you're shy and you don't want to talk, you know, you can always drop into our Discord and you can type a question and uh, we can, we can check it out, and answer it for you on the air here. I, I can't be the only one asking questions, but I, I got quite a few. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I do have a question about uh, when you're talking about staking. Will there be an option to auto stake? Because like, a lot, there's a lot of bots out there that that do it automatically so like the retail ends up getting screwed because like they forget or you know they don't do it every day so they end up the retail usually ends up losing not losing but not getting full advantage uh with with the multi-sig are you are, are they allowed to uh are you allowed to sign to say hey auto stake my stuff and take take my fees or whatever is that is that even an option uh, it's not a launch option um, to auto compound because think about it like this: if if everyone is inherently auto compounding, then it's like a, a zero sum game, right? Where at that point, it's like essentially no one is auto compounding because the rewards are still split in the same way. Um, so, like if if you're more inclined to be active on it and and claiming and compounding your rewards, um then you know we we obviously like encourage users to do that um but we aren't necessarily facilitating that ourselves that being said there there could be like uh, yield aggregators out there that um you know like start doing that and enable that process for people uh, on their platform so it's it's totally possible gotcha thank you that makes a lot of sense, actually. I, I don't think I've thought about that before, but yeah, if everybody auto compounds, it literally doesn't really do anything for. It <laughs> just like it just runs the token supply out faster. Exactly. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. everyone's still getting the same share because everyone's auto. But yeah, makes sense. Exactly. Yeah. Um, we have two new questions. I think Machina was probably first. Um, so if you want, feel free to ask. Hey guys, what's up? Uh, I was wondering if you could uh, clarify. Um, you know, there's going to be wrapped uh, tokens on Cadex coming soon, ETH and Bitcoin and stuff. And I was wondering uh, how will we be able to transfer them? Uh, like, uh, you know, they're going to be on Cadena chain. Like, will I be able to deposit them on Coin Metro or, you know, how's that going to work? Um, well, there will be 
you know, there's definitely bridges coming. Like Lago is working on a bridge um, that will allow um, assets to come over. Um, I that's I, I think it depends on um, we're still kind of like sussing out whether that's like a public bridge um, or or what, but it's you know that's still something we're working on. Okay, that's fine. So basically, for now, we will be able to buy Bitcoin on Cadena's network, and it's gonna stay here until some bridges are developed, right? Um. Yes. Well, it's you know, so there there would be like a mint burn bridge where essentially like you transfer in Bitcoin, and you put it on the bridge, it uh, burns it on one side and then mints it on the Cadena side. Um, the alternative to that is like a fully decentralized solution, which allows like in and out and like custodying, which becomes like much more legally intensive uh, and much more complicated. Mm-hmm. I can I can imagine. But uh, the Lago Finance guys are are working on that. That's their uh, what they're focused on. So I would definitely reach out to them. Um, I've been chatting with them. You know, they're they have this like down to a science. So they're on it. Yeah, I was a little bit skeptical about the uh, once they used term algorithmic. I wasn't really happy, but uh, they do seem oh. to be like uh, really. You mean with the the stablecoin? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just you well, know. an algorithmic stablecoin. Like, not all algos are created equal. Like, you know, just because it's an algorithmic stablecoin doesn't mean it's like a Luna or a Terra. <laughs> you know, there's there's peg mechanisms out there that are actually like very sound tokenomics wise, uh, like Frax, for example, which allows for this like auto balancing between like centralized assets and, and decentralized assets. Uh, the the problem with Terra Luna is that it was completely collateralized and backed by like its own asset, which in the event of a bank run, just completely, you know, implodes. Yeah. Obviously, yeah, it implodes. And like, we saw that happen. It, it, it does make sense. And, and like I was saying, uh, I was a little bit, you know, when I heard algorithm, I was like, uh, I'm not sure about that, but they do seem like they know what they're talking about. So I'm definitely excited to have them on board on Cadena. Uh, I'm, I'm following them closely. <laughs> Yeah, and they're ramping up their socials now as well. So I think they're putting out a lot more um, stuff publicly as well. So like, also be sure, <laughs> don't want to shout out too many people, but also be sure to follow them uh, if you're interested in that. I definitely already am. Nice. Um, did you have any other question? Otherwise, we had have Cadena Crew with a question. Perfect. Okay. Cadena Crew, you can go ahead and ask your question. Hey, thanks for taking the time to answer answer my question. Hey, uh, have you guys had an opportunity to take a look at the new bill Cynthia Loomis is uh, writing and how it affects decentralized finance and and Candena? Have you had any concerns or if you had an opportunity to look at that and and, um, where you guys are in regards to that, to the new legislation? Well, so yeah, it's, Obviously, like that, what was leaked was a draft memo of the bill. So what we've seen is, you know, it it has no bearing at this time. Um, it's kind of like speculation around what could happen. Um, the The actual legislative process um, is not like I wouldn't say everything in that bill is just simply going to be implemented. Um, because we have no way of knowing like what will or will not be um, put in. So until that is defined, um, it, I, I don't think there's any point to like speculating uh, heavily on it. Um, we'll see what happens. But um, yeah. All right. I appreciate it. Thank you. All right. Um, thank you guys for your questions. Um, thank you, Grant and Obi, for joining our spaces. I think we will wrap this AMA and Twitter space up. Um, is there anything else you want to um, tell the community? Uh, stay based. I don't know. You guys are <laughs> awesome. I love you all. <laughs> yeah. What Frogman said. <laughs> awesome guys well thank awesome. you so much for taking the time it was awesome to chat with you guys 
um hopefully a lot more from you guys very very soon and until then have a great rest of your day night wherever you are and thank you for joining cheers everyone thanks for checking out another episode of the ether that was the cadex ama hosted by the cadena community with cadena swiss recorded on thursday june 9th 2022 for terraspaces.org i'm finn thanks for listening and if you want to keep listening Head on over to terraspaces.org slash donate and show some support. When we blow through the dust, volcanoes erupt. No one ever guessed that the game would be tough. Keep it hands off when the play is a bust. Plain old and just so we keep it on the one. Blast off on the two. Help me see the three. Third eye open wide. Checking out the scene. Laser beam focused. Starscream jokers. Living off the fat of the people they approach. Tell me what happens when the land fights back. With the cliffs at our backs make a last stand matter. No one ever planned for the famine on deck. We was walking all erect with the dead man swagger. Sitting in a little den vision in the middle men. Listen to the fiddle man play a little ditty then. Talk about how all the leaders seem reptilian. Lost in the maze trying to make the next bubble billion. Talk about how all the leaders seem reptilian. Lost in the maze trying to make the next bubble billion. Little den envision in the middle men Listen to the fiddle man play a little ditty then Talk about how all the leaders seem reptilian Lost in the maze trying to make the next No one gave a shit till the drugs all dried up Everybody died from a bad batch of Lysol But it didn't matter we was all hyped up When the pedal lit the metal he just didn't have the right skill Watched in the daytime till the night curfew Rats in a cage till they make time to murk you Got a little job that falls under my purview We gotta get this mob away from the birds view. Gotta find cover. Wipe off the bird poop. Ride off the work while you try on the worst juice. Blinded by perps who try to reverse truth. Slide like Fox News just trying to lie to you. Eating up the slop like a bunch of hungry vagrants. I can't wait for the day they lock us up in stasis. Mock up a basement could call me resilient. Waiting for the internet to make me a billion. Vision in the middle men Listen to the fiddle man Play a little ditty then Talk about how All the leaders seem reptilian Lost in the maze Trying to make the next B-b-b-billion Talk about how All the leaders seem reptilian Lost in the maze Trying to make the next B-b-b-billion Imagine a world In which an old dying man's Last dying wish Is fulfilled Alexa can you play that one Cephi space where he clowned all the Safe Moon and XRP bag holders and then told everyone to buy Luna because it was going to a thousand? I'm, I'm confused why we're not talking about the fact that you can easily like 300x your money on XRP. Like, you know, I son, I remember a time. And it's Alexa, enough. I'm trying to reminisce now. I remember a time before TerraSpaces existed, when things that were said on random Twitter spaces would just get lost to the proverbial black hole of time. 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 That's the best bet. Uh-uh. Why isn't Luna in wind turbines? Hey, guys. Though? I'm reading all about these wind guys, turbines. Guys, do you mind if I explain Cardano a little bit? Because I've been in Cardano since like 2018 and I can give you a full breakdown. Um, just when you thought it was safe to shill shit coins. Oh my god, you guys, I don't know what to do. So much blood. It's so red. From the creators of Your Exit Liquidity, in association with We All Love to Hear Ourselves Talk, Inc. For more information, go to terraspaces.org slash donate. Spaces.